I have said multiple times before, and people have doubted, but I've said that what's happening with water and what our Washington State Department of Ecology is wanting to do here in Whatcom County could end farming here and certainly would at least end some specific farms. Now, I know some people have said, I'm just blowing smoke. Uh, and, and in fact, one person uh, in a meeting I was in as this concern was raised by not just me, but many in the farming community here in Whatcom County, one person said, oh, farming doesn't have anything to worry about. Farming will always be here uh, because they'll be protected by the Growth Management Act. Literally, somebody was making that argument. Uh, for those who know the background on the Growth Management Act and how our state handles that and what ecology does, etc. It's not going to happen. There is a serious threat here, and this conversation this morning underscores this in a big way, because what could happen here in Whatcom County is happening for at least one farmer down in southwest Washington, Vancouver, Washington area. He joins us right now from Busy Farms. Bill Zimmerman himself has a 150-year-old farm you're running there, right, Bill? Yes, that's right. So or it will be next year. So what, will, yeah. what's what's going on? You, you guys have been probably irrigating crops pretty much that entire time. What changed? Well, we weren't irrigating to the extent that we are now is, is one of the challenges. And um, so in, in 2008 or 2009, um, I actually thought it was earlier than that, we applied to uh, modify our what we thought was an existing water rights on our our farm, and we've had an ongoing argument with Department of Ecology that no, my dad never applied for a water right. He got a water certificate, and so you know now it's it's come up that well we cannot continue to irrigate 300 gallons a minute to to try and grow crops for to produce food for the neighbors and one thing another. Yeah. It's just on its face, it's crazy because using water to produce food um, not only is necessary, uh, people got to eat, but it's it's a noble uh, pursuit. And it's, and I think, something that most people agree is crucial for the future of our communities. Food security, having local food access. Everyone seems to be embracing this idea, yet the State Department of Ecology and their inability to see the forest for the trees now is standing in the way of this, at least for this. By the way, I'm Dylan Honkoop. This is The Farming Show here on KGMI. Don't know if I mentioned that yet, but I'm glad you're here on a Saturday morning. We are talking with Bill Zimmerman. He's down in Vancouver, Washington area. Busy Farms is the name of his operation. Been in the family, been around a long, long time uh, since the 1800s. And even despite that, that long history of using water, farming, growing food in that uh, area where they are, the State Department of Ecology says, nope, not good enough. You didn't do the right things at the right time. And so good luck, basically. Is that, is that right, Bill? I mean, explain. Well, they, they aren't necessarily, we didn't, we didn't do the right things in the right time. It's more or less that, you know, what, no matter what time we did it, it, was, it wasn't going to be right. You know, so, well, and that was going to um, be my question. When was your dad supposed to have applied for a water right? I mean, when, when, 
Sometimes That's what I hear from a lot of longtime farmers about them, if they've been around long enough, or their dad's similar situations up here. It's like there was never a point where it was like, okay, now you got to do this. Yeah. My understanding was, and I do remember as a, a young man, uh, my dad talking about that the Department of Ecology had come down with a requirement to, to file. And um, so that was sometime in the 1970s, I want to say, and um, uh, that we needed to file. And our understanding, my brothers and sisters, we've talked, our understanding was that dad filed for a water right on the well. Well, the Department of Ecology has come down on us, you know, uh, that, you know, you show it because we only see you, you have a water certificate. And it's like, hey, fellas, we can't even find the water certificate. I mean, we're talking to something that happened 50 years ago. I was a, you know, a teenager at the time and, uh, and stuff. So, uh, you know, we, we can't find it. We have to take Department of Ecology's word for it and whatever. Yeah. What, what's the difference between a water right and a water certificate? I mean, we, what, what even was that? Well, okay. As, as I understand, a water right and, and, you know, allows you to withdraw so many thousand gallons or, you know, so many hundred gallons a minute. And, you know, so many, so much water over the course of the year. Yeah. A water certificate allows you to have an exempt well. And all it basically says is that, is that, yes, there is a well there and it belongs to Mr. Zimmerman or, or whomever. Mm-hmm. And, um, you're allowed to pull 5,000 gallons a day. Which is and, these and that's, exempt that's, wells that, you know, have caused so much heartache around the state, but started here in Whatcom County with a lawsuit filed by several people. First alphabetically was Eric Hurst, who we have actually had here on this program. Uh, the whole Hurst case and then the Hurst fix and what that's meant. So uh, I guess water certificate is more related to an exempt well versus a, uh, like an irrigation well or, or a well for a different purpose. Right. As, as I understand from what Department of Ecology, they're, they're not very forthcoming exactly on it, but yes, as, as I understand, that's the case, yeah. That, that's part of the craziness here, too. Who are you supposed to go to? Who's going to tell you the right answer? If you go to multiple different government officials over time and you get different answers every time, who do you believe? And then how can your hand be slapped if you followed the instruction, say, of one of them, but a different one disagrees? I mean, that's what happened, I think, with a lot of these things, with these so-called, and we've discussed this, it's it's complicated. All this stuff is so complicated. <laughs> but, but we've discussed this Hussman Promise idea, where there were all these wells and water rights in various, particularly farming communities, and and many here in Whatcom County that had been in use predating even any system of water rights, which began in 1917 here in Washington State for surface water right, and I believe 1945 for groundwater, but it was unclear what was required, when it was required, how did you do it? You know, a lot of officials back then were saying, don't worry about it, it's not a big deal, we've got plenty of groundwater, there were, you know, it wasn't a thing until, like you said, in the 70s, what were you supposed to do? How, what was there, what solution was there for people who were in that situation, even at that time? It, it's not clear. And then a promise was made by a, a, a gentleman, apparently by the name of Hussman, last name, I, I think I'm saying that right, which was, we will get this figured out. We will create a pathway for people to get these issues ironed out. Well, the state never made really? good on that. Well, yeah, because I'm sitting here chuckling to myself going, yeah, all the promises that I heard, you know, through this process and, and one thing, another, and especially when we first filed for water rights, 
you know, they said, you know, don't worry about it, you know, and we would call, you know, probably every every year or every other year and kind of go, okay, where are we at with this thing? And they would take and tell us, don't worry, you're, you know, you, we, we work from the top of the pile down and you're, you're working your way to the top of the pile and everything. And then finally here in November of this last year, they send us a, a, a notice that, you know, um, and, and, and they don't say, they, they say they did not deny our water rights application, but it sure, the, the letter sure sounds that mm-hmm. way. So, yeah. Again, and, and so all of a sudden it's gone. Yeah. Again, we're talking yeah. with Bill Zimmerman with Busy Farms down in Vancouver, Washington area. He's facing, well, I don't know. What are you going to do, Bill? If, if they say you basically can't irrigate your crops, what's that going to mean? We, we really are, are not sure. Now, the ironic side of, of, of it is we could irrigate with PUD water, uh, which we kind of calculated quick and dirty is, is kind of, well, that's going to be around $100,000 a year to, to purchase PUD water to do that. Um, and think, that would probably you know, be out of a well not too far from the well that you already have. That's right. Yeah, is is um, <laughs> you know it's it's all still comes out of the uh, Salmon Creek drainage basin that we're in and and one thing or another. Yeah, so it's the same thing. Yeah, it's all about technicalities. And what's so crazy to me, Bill, and maybe I'm going out on a limb on this. This is just my opinion, but from what you're saying. I mean, you guys were trying to get legal on this. You're trying to do whatever you can. You know, again, your farm's well has been in use for dang near 150 years, um, in which time so many things have changed. You guys are trying to sort through that and get up to snuff on where the state wants you to be, yet they're uh-huh. providing no pathway for it. They tell you, and this is where my opinion is going to come in here a little bit. They told you that, okay, well, file this paperwork and we'll get it figured out. Number one, it's got to be a, I don't know if that's a lie, but that's that's a big stretch. That's well, uh, And then secondly, for them to tell you that you were near the top of the stack and they were about to get this wrapped up paperwork-wise in Olympia, that has to be a flat-out lie because I know many people here in Whatcom County who were told similar things back in the 80s and early 90s and they filed paperwork because also they had old wells been used for a long time growing food in our community for many decades some over a century before the system even existed they wanted to get right with the law do everything that they could and they were told there would be a pathway and they still have gotten zero action on any of those to my knowledge from 1992 93 i believe so there's no way yours could have been closer to the top of the stack it's just right it's right. not now, it's now not honest it. yeah yeah and and honestly you know we were we were in this process for 13 years we we've got one uh neighbor up the road uh we did not realize that they were involved in this They're, they've been 26 years and 26 years and they tried to cooperate with the department of ecology and do what they told them they needed to do they thought they had it all resolved, and then uh, a couple of years later, Department of Ecology comes back on them and says, no, no, it was done improperly, and Department of Ecology is the one that did it, and so it was it was done improperly on their end, and they took the water rights away from them anyhow. Now, these folks, they, they pumped PUD water this year to try and stay in business, and, and they finally have, have admitted they're, they're closing their... Uh, their operation here um, in October, they're done. So the State Department so, of Ecology is killing other farms there. It's not just you. Oh, yeah. There's 
here in Clark County, I understand there was 27 applications and seven of us asked to, um, to con continue to try and mitigate the, um, the, the issue and try to, try to resolve our water rights. I thought it was interesting the comment that was made by the, um, the, the gentleman from Department of Ecology and Michael Gallagher and, and he stated that, you know, that so many of these people after 20 some years just gave up. Mm -hmm. And and said, you know, just forget it. We won't even continue to to try. And and in this, we had a, a quite a Zoom meeting with um, our state representatives and our state senator, and with the Department of Ecology. And he he stated, he said, see, these people really never needed the water in the first place. And I, I thought, you know, this guy doesn't get it. No, they've been not twenty at all. years, twenty years trying to get this process through. They're no further now after twenty years than they would be in another 20 years. And, and so, the, you know, no wonder the people gave up. But this guy, this guy wants to make it sound like, you see, they never needed it anyhow. This is so. ty tyranny of the bureaucracy. I mean, we're supposed to have government by the people, for the people. Well, this is, at best, by the people, against the people, because this is hurting not only you guys specifically, but something that is important to the entire community as far as local food, protecting rural areas, stewarding the land, all of those things that farming provide, Yet they're so hung up on technicalities that they're harming all of those things, putting right. long-time, multi-generational, local family farms out of business for what? And that's where I step back and look at the overall situation for water in your basin. From my understanding, if you look at it as like a budget of the amount of water that's used by all different users... Well, you guys have lost a lot of farms there, not just to this, but to a lot of different reasons over the past 30, 40 years, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, we, we had one gentleman, we had a letter writing campaign that started, and one gentleman put it about right. He says, you know, he says, this is incredible to think of all the thousands of acres of, of farmland we had that were irrigated in, in the past, all of the thousands of dairy cattle we had and livestock we had and, and everything. And he says, all of those are gone now, just for, except for a few small farms. And he says, it's incredible to think that they can't find water just to keep a few small farms going. Well, and the point is they, they can, but it's about the technicalities and they're going to strangle you over technicalities rather than see the forest for the trees and what they're actually doing, not just to you, but to the whole community there. Right. And, and yeah. And, and the sad thing is, the, uh, you know, one of the ironies to me is how they expect us to go about this. They, they came back and accused us of misusing the water. And actually, they, they accused us of being a criminal use of water because, you know, we applied for water rights a number of years ago. And they said, well, you were supposed to understand that you should never pump more than 5,000 gallons a day. And and I, I said, when we applied, they told us, they said, Look at, go ahead and pump, irrigate and farm. And, and that way then you can find out if that water is depleting the aquifer or impacting any of the neighbor's wells. Mm -hmm. Well, we, we did that. And then now they come back on us and said, no, what you really were supposed to do was to put in the well, put in the pump system, put in the electrical and set on it for the next 20 years. And it's yeah. incredible to yeah. think that somebody has that um, kind of an understanding of, of how um, uh, how things are supposed to work. So overall, far, 
far less water being drawn from that aquifer where you have your well. Many, if not most farms from, you know, historical agriculture use of the area have gone away. So, I mean, that has to be a, a significant net benefit for streams that they may be concerned about and salmon, et cetera, in that area. And again, we're talking with Bill Zimmerman down in Vancouver, Washington, a cautionary tale for what could be coming to a lot of farming here in Whatcom County with what the State Department of Ecology is up to down in Olympia, as we have talked about a lot here on the program. And again, for people who say, well, you know, this, this will never happen. Well, it's happening right now to Bill Zimmerman down there in Vancouver, but a lot less water use. Here, you're a small farm trying to continue to produce local food in a community, and yet technicalities are going to choke you and the few other remaining small farms there out for what? And then what happens? What happens when your farm goes away to that that ground that you're stewarding and have been for 150 years? Well, the ironic side is I, I asked Department of Ecology, I said, okay, you know, if I have to sell. I have no no recourse but to sell for a development. And I said, you know, you do realize that as soon as I sell for a development, they, they put in roads, they put in houses, they put in more impervious surface and less groundwater recharge. Mm-hmm. And this gentleman with, with Department of Ecology got very incensed and said, no, we do not want you farmers going out of business because we need that groundwater recharge. And I said... Well, then, you know, that, they better get, get, get serious because, about it then. Yeah, well, yeah, get real about it because I'm sorry. There's, you know, I need to make a mortgage payment, <laughs> and if I can't make that mortgage payment, you know, I, I the only recourse I have is to, to sell the property. Yeah, what's and, the, what, what's the State Department of Ecology going to do? Well, we want these farms. You know, we're we're going to shut your water. Or are they just going to pay all the bills and and let us keep hobby farming just as a, a token? I, it's it's ridiculous. The um, I mean, that's a have-your-cake-and-eat-it-too kind of thing. It's just not possible. Uh, and, the, and, and think uh, about all those, and we're almost out of time here with Bill Zimmerman. Yeah. Um, yeah. You think about all of the the water that's not being used now with farms going away. Houses come back in. They're going to be using water, too. Where does that come from? Probably from the same PUD system, which is pulling water from that same aquifer. And it's all good because that's legal right now. There is a legal pathway via exempt wells for homes, and there can be scads of them, to get water legally. There is no pathway right now in many basins for farmers and others, honestly, to be able to legal legally get additional or different water. It's so backward. So one of the ironic things, too, is that, um, and, and this is kind of troubling, is that the Department of Ecology has stated to me several times is that it, it should never be the right of any one individual to profit from use of the water that belongs to the state. Hmm. And, and they said, well, by your growing crops and growing food as a farmer, you are profiting from the use of that water. What does and that say them, about said, any farmer anywhere in the state of Washington then? Well, okay, <laughs> I took it to the next step and I said, what about the developer that develops that piece of property yeah. and, and uses that water to be able to build homes and build you know, industry and one thing and another else? Yep. What? Why is he allowed to profit from the use of that water when the farmer is not? And and they, they don't really have a good comeback to that, except to say, well, he's utilizing PUD water. 
And so that's that's the, the outcome of it. Because technicalities, they have right. they're they, on the again, right side. Technicality, yeah. yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Bill, say one of the you know, uh, I know you've one got one of the points I would like to put out here if I could. Well, uh, I'm I, sorry, Dylan. Yeah, go ahead. I'm just wondering how much more time do you have? Because I know you got stuff going on. You got pumpkin patch uh, time I've, happening. I've got my and, son driving. I've got my son driving tractor for the Sunflower <laughs> Festival, so I'm doing pretty good right now. <laughs> well, I'm just wondering if you could hang on over the break and we could continue this conversation. I don't know you how bet. much time you have because I think there's a yeah. lot more we can still get to. You bet. I All think right. there is. Hang tight. Stay with us over the break. We're going to run to news as we continue here on The Farming Show with Bill Zimmerman down in Vancouver, Washington, talking about what the State Department of Ecology, via technicalities over water, is doing to his farm, one of the last remaining small family farms down in his area. Stay with us here on The Farming Show. I'm Dylan Honkoop on KGMI. You cannot farm at least not very much, without water. I know there's a lot of dry land farming in particular parts of Washington State. There are only very specific things that could even be grown that way. And so many of the wonderful berries and veggies and potatoes and dairy products, the list goes on, that we enjoy in Washington State and particularly in Western Washington require a certain amount of irrigation. Here in Western Washington, you actually don't need a ton of irrigation as compared to other parts of the state and other parts of the country to grow stuff, but you still got to do it. And without water, most farming that happens around here ain't going to be happening anymore. This is the alarm that we've been sounding about what the State Department of Ecology is up to with their plan for a water rights adjudication here in the Nooksack River Basin in Whatcom County. I'm Dylan Honku, by the way, with Watkin Family Farmers here on KGMI News Talk 790. This is The Farming Show. We have been sounding the alarm now for quite some time, talking about what this could mean for the future, not just of farming, but of this entire community, turning it from a uh, rural uh, you know, farming-based economy for much of the county. You know, Everyone enjoys, oh, driving up to the North County and the, the beautiful scenery and the open spaces. We lose water, and, and that's what will happen if the state gets what it wants. I know people keep claiming, oh, no one's going to lose their water. Well, baloney. Um, and I have plenty of detail to, to back up what I'm saying. But if people lose water, farm, farming loses water, it goes away. Joining us, and he's been with us uh, since the beginning of the program this morning, down in Clark County, down in the Vancouver area, a farmer, Bill Zimmerman, his farm, Busy Farms, been around for 150 years down there, is basically being choked out by a somewhat similar process of a heavy-handed, obsessed with technicalities, Washington State Department of Ecology. Welcome back to the the program this morning, Bill. Thanks for staying on through the news break. So again, just to get people up to speed if they're just joining us, this is going to, unless they figure something out and they can step back and see the big picture and the harm that they're causing, if if ecology continues on the track that it is, it's going to kill your farm. That's correct, yeah. Or, or we're going to have to very seriously uh, curtail a lot of the operations to... Um, uh, you know, we, we have a farm direct market on our property and, and sell virtually everything that we produce on the farm there to the people of the community and, and, and that. And, um, um, you know, we would have to take a hard look at the crops we're growing and, yeah. and what we could 
afford to keep growing. By yeah. the way, I didn't ask in, in the first half, what all do you guys grow there? And, and you guys do some agritourism stuff too, right? Right. We do a pumpkin patch in the fall. But, um, well, we start out with strawberries and then move into raspberries, blackberries, blueberries, and then, of course, into sweet corn and beans and cucumbers and tomatoes and, oh, gosh, you know, zucchini and, and all that, peppers and, and such, and then kind of finish up in the fall with um, with the pumpkin patch. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of like a box berry farm that we have up here in, in Whatcom County or something. I don't know if you know those folks, but uh, kind of run no, the I gamut. Don't. Small farm, lots of, you know, variety of stuff, probably a lot of labor and hands-on stuff, and a lot of things that require at least some water to grow, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what I don't think the Department of Ecology understands about the climate here, yes, we receive a lot of rainfall, but, you know, yours the same, you're the same way. It dries out in the summertime. And we have to augment at least a little bit to, to keep the production up. Yeah. Now to oversimplify and summarize what we summarize what we talked about in the first half with you, Bill, is that basically the state is saying, and you know, I view it more like you do, where there should have been different explanation. There should have been a totally different approach. But the state, the Washington State Department of Ecology, is saying you guys there at Busy Farms, you Zimmerman family that have been farming there for 150 years, you screwed up because you didn't do the right paperwork back when. And so because you didn't do the right paperwork, you don't have the right kind of water right. And because of the technicalities, there's basically no way for you to remedy that. And you need to go out of business. That, that, that's, that's, that, that's the summary. That's pretty, pretty, right? well, pretty well the, the gist of it, yeah. How yeah, in the world changes, yeah. does that make sense if you step back and look at the big picture? Okay, you know, maybe you know, if, you, if you did do something wrong, and from what you're explaining, you guys were getting mixed messages, unclear information from the state. I don't think you did anything malicious. Maybe technically something wasn't quite right, but let's figure this out. And, but now they have no pathway for you to, to figure this out. I, I understand they were asking you to do some kind of study or something on the watershed. Well, you know, if you ask the Department of Ecology, they're very clear about it, that they've got a very very clear method but when you listen to their method it's it's yeah it's you've got to try and locate uh water rights that are number one upstream from you they have to be of the same water level as as what we're pumping from and they have to have gone out of business within the last five years that's the one that's really throwing me because i'm like i think you mentioned in the first half the vast majority of the operations here that went out of business went out in the 1970s and the 80s and stuff and and we're sitting here going, oh, come on, folks. You know, uh, there were thousands of water rights. In fact, we hired a, um, a consulting service out of of uh, Seattle, and he did a water rights, um, you know, review, kind of a, a search for water rights in the Salmon Creek drainage basin. There were over 900 water rights, you know, uh, certificates or water rights mm-hmm. on the on the deal. And, and so, but the vast majority of them you look at and you go, well, they went out of business in 1985. These guys went out of business in 2005 or dairies went out of business with the dairy buyout program and, and such. And we're going, Oh, great. You know, we, we just don't, uh, uh, you know, we, we have no way to pick up and, and there's literally thousands of acres of water usage that, um, we, we sit there and go, gee, 
you know, it's they're basically defunct because they went out of business yep. and they're over five years old. Well, that's because probably, and correct me if I'm wrong, because of the state's backward relinquishment law, as it's called. It's the use it or lose it law, law or part of uh, state use water it or, law. Use it or waste it. Yeah, and, waste and it's, it. in, it's insane. And, and most people, almost all thinking people, recognize that this needs to change. It's the biggest disincentive you can imagine for particularly farmers or anybody with a water right to be more efficient with their water and keep more of it in the ground or in the stream, which is what we should yeah. all be striving for if we can, if we don't need the water, but it punishes you for that. State law punishes you for that. It's a law that was designed, from my understanding, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, Bill, we're talking with Bill Zimmerman of Busy Farms down in Vancouver, Washington, who's facing losing his farm over state technicalities and baloney, honestly, over water. Um, if you look at your water use, you, you have you know, like you said, a five-year look back within five years, you have to be proving that you're using basically the maximum of your, your water right or you lose it. So they're slapping people who are using anything less than the maximum. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't help anything. And it's something that was designed almost a century ago, if I'm wrong, I, I don't think I am on this, to really, you know, keep people from water hoarding or, you know, giving one farm advantage over the other. It was a totally different situation back then, but it's now been used as a tool, oftentimes I believe, and I can't necessarily prove this, by, but by radicals who are deeply embedded in our state's bureaucracy and the State Department of Ecology who use this law now not as a tool for what it was intended, but as a way to bludgeon people for their water rights and to take as much water back as possible so people who did have water rights lose them. And that's what's been happening at a crazy pace like you talk about through the 70s, through the 80s, through the 90s. And now it comes down, all that water use has gone away. We should be seeing huge improvements if that's the big problem, right? And yet they're still cracking down on little old you, Bill Zimmerman, at Busy Farms. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, the ir irony of this whole thing, too, is they have no um, uh, record keeping, as far to, to the best of my knowledge, anyhow, in these drainage basins to see, okay, are we seeing an improvement in the uh, in the volume in these drainage basins, you know, with every time we took more, take more water away, do we see an improvement in the, in the volume or not? Right. I haven't, I haven't heard of anything yet. Yeah. You know what? This, I'm getting more and more cynical as I watch this stuff. You know what my gut tells me on that? They don't want to know because they yeah. know they won't be able to prove a darn thing. They want to hold up a boogeyman of, we don't have enough water and it must be the farmers who are to blame, but no way to actually prove it and continue to push that narrative as as they have been doing now for quite some time. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah. po it's political power. Yeah. And, and the, the trouble is, is we don't see a real clear uh, reasoning behind, you know, exactly why they're, why they're wanting to do this. They, they keep throwing up this, this fish thing, but, but yet, um, for instance, here, where I, where I am here, Salmon Creek drainage basin, my mom grew up here on the, on the creek. Yeah. And she talked about, you know, that all, all the fish that were there, and and they keep screaming that so much of this is the the fish loss is due to dams and one thing or another. Mm -hmm. Well, Salmon Creek has no dams. It's it's way down below Bonneville Dam and and yep. and such. 
but yet we still don't see the fish returning that they that they've sent out anyhow. So if if it's all because of the water, well then why aren't we seeing the the fish return that, that have gone out? Yeah, anybody and gone out. Anybody who tries to make that claim is so blatantly oversimplifying an incredibly complex situation when we talk about salmon and salmon runs and why they're declining and how to fix them. It's time for people to stop playing politics with salmon and get serious about actually recovering them because, you know, pointing fingers at certain groups um, isn't getting the job done. You know, lawsuits like what's happening in Skagit right now, not getting the job done, and they've been playing this game for decades now. Can we step back and say this process isn't working as things continue to get worse if they're really worried about the fish? And evaluate what's actually going to make a difference or not. Shutting off busy farms from being able to water their crops in their small farm and produce food for their community is not going to save a single fish. It will not do it. It's just not within the realm of anything reasonable or possible. Now, um, in the in the little drainage basin we're on, we're actually on a sub-basin of, of Salmon Creek is what we're on called Curtain Creek. And in that drainage basin, like I said, you know, we've got to try and locate some water rights to to relinquish or whatever and, and such that are upstream of us. Well, back in the 70s and 80s, there were, you know, a, a friend of mine stopped one day and we were talking about all the, the acreage, the thousands of acres that were that were upstream of us. Yeah. But they're all gone. And as a result, you know, I don't have much to choose from. I don't know what we're going to be able to convince Department of Ecology to allow us to do. What all was on, is on those acres now that used to be farmed? Have they been developed? Oh, yeah, they've been all developed, yeah, yeah. They're all, you know, and, pretty and much that, all subdivisions, yeah. And that's exactly what we've been saying here in Whatcom County. We are blessed with a pretty vibrant still uh, farming community, even though it's taken some pretty good kicks to the gut in the last few years. But we have a lot of open space. The goal of Little Whatcom County here is to keep at least 100,000 acres in open space in agricultural production. Um, And we are saying that if the State Department of Ecology goes through a water rights adjudication process that will essentially go user by user and do what they are singling you out down there for, Bill. This will Mm -hmm. happen across the county in an expensive, long-term, damaging uh, court process. Farming, and even before that, I mean, farms are going to see the writing on the wall, see what's coming and say, forget it, we can't do this anymore. Uh, we can't pay a lawyer to defend us. We can't get financing because suddenly the the access to water on our property is totally up in the air. Right? Why? You know? Why yep. would the next generation take the farm if they don't know if they're going to have water in ten or twenty years? Depending on a judge's decision, total wild card. People aren't going to do it. These farms are going to close. And they're going to go away. And then some people think, well, eh, the farms were just the problem anyway. It's not a big deal if they go away. Well, let's get real. What's actually going to happen? And you're describing it perfectly. It's not a, it's not a made-up n- nightmare tale that we've created to further our goals here in Whatcom County. It really happens here, and it certainly happened down there, where farms go out of business, land gets developed. And you said in the first you know, half of the program this morning 
that's exactly what's going to happen to your property if and when you have to go out of business and quit producing food. And you, you also explained so well, Bill, what happens then? They pave, they build houses, impervious surfaces. Well, what does that do to the salmon stream there? Yeah, no more recharge of, of water or very limited recharge of water. And, you know, they, they want the recharge, especially in the summertime. And, and you sit there and you go, well, gee whiz, you know, it all flushed off you know, downstream in, in the yeah. winter when the rains came, rather than soaking into the soil and, and gradually moving into the, um, uh, moving into the creek, yeah, you know. Exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. And, and all that pavement, you know, what happens to that water that runs off of there? It gets really yeah. flashy, as the as the hydrologist people or whatever say. Yeah, um, they want to get... The, one of the number one things that they say hurts fish is urban pollution. Well, where does that come from? Pavement, yeah. storm drains. This is yeah. what it would do. It would, you know, it could, would be exponentially more harmful for that stream if they shut you off, close your farm, and basically accelerate incredibly the development of that property. It, it is yeah. so unbelievably backward. I'm just nonplussed by this. Well, and one of the issues that we have, and of course, I don't know if you have quite the development pressure that, you know, up there where we have it here, we're right across the, the river from Portland, Oregon. Right. And so there's a lot of development pressure. And consequently, any farmland that comes up for sale, um, if you look at it, is, is who's, in the, who's in the market for farmland is, is the developers. Mm -hmm. Because you, we look at so much of this land out here and go, well, it doesn't have water available. So it's a very limited cropping system that you can, you can do. You can raise grain. You can raise clover seed, you can raise hay crops and like that yeah, that don't yeah. require water, but then you're very, very limited on the, on the income potential on that property then too. And as a result, you know, we see tons of land that's, that's being picked up now that, you know, that they're, they're saying, well, look at it still being sold as farmland. And you go, no, it's not sold as farmland. Mm -hmm. It's a developer. It's a speculator that has purchased it and they know that if they wait just a little bit, exactly. the, the um, um, urban growth boundary is going to move and it, they'll take it in and, and it's going to convert. You know, you yeah. are exactly right. And that is exactly what's going to happen here in Whatcom County if the state gets their way. It's insane. It's backward. Mm -hmm. It's wrongheaded. It's regressive. And it's happening again to who we're talking to right now, Bill Zimmerman down at Busy Farms down in Clark County. Bill, thanks for your time and you chatting with us on the program. And best of luck to you. I, I don't know if there well, are next you. steps for you or, or any, way, any way people can help out and you know, speak out well, on, on your behalf. I'll tell you what, don't do it well, I, I will say. You know, one of the things we did, we, we started in putting out a, a pamphlet for our customers to let them know what's going on. And we took and, and said, you know, if you'd like to write a letter, well, Department of Ecology is right now is very incensed that we got the public involved mm -hmm. and have told us that the public has no right to be involved in this at all. It's none of their business. And so if they'd like to write a letter to the governor or the State Department of Ecology, <laughs> I'd sure welcome it anyhow. Yeah, and if anybody, even, if it, even if it pisses them off a little bit more. Yeah, and <laughs> and uh, if anybody needs uh, Laura Watson or, or so, you know, their email address, they can certainly get in touch with me because I've sent her a few uh, emails as well. Uh, Bill Zimmerman, you're talking about that public outreach element too. It is so important. That's why we do what we do here at Whatcom Family Farmers and Safe Family Farming 
across the state. We know that the public needs to be involved so people can see what the truth is about what our government Mm -hmm. is up to. Other bad actors are up to. Bill Zimmerman, Busy Farms, down in the Vancouver area. Thanks for your time on the show this morning. You bet. Thank you, Dylan. Okay. Bye-bye.